take a moment to say what a great audience and listener turnout for my first two episodes. Um, This is just the beginning and I'm so excited to see where this goes. I'm also excited to keep learning and to keep providing content to share and for you to experience. A quick thank you again to Tyler Coons for the awesome music vibe I asked for as an intro and outro. Please go follow him on Instagram at tylerdavid.music. He's a good guy and a stud so um, appreciate you Tyler. Also thank you to my past, present, and future guests and finally thank you for all of your support. I do truly greatly appreciate it. Operation Dadcast, here we go with episode three, Dad Care. Can you say welcome? Welcome. To? To? Operation? Operation? Dadcast. Dadcast. Welcome to Operation Dadcast. With me I have Mariah here. Mariah is a co-worker and she is basically moving farther and farther away from me as I tell more dad jokes. So, uh, <laughs> recap of last week, we had um, Pastor Matt Smith on, and he was talking about attitudes of you know going from a two-year-old kid to having a teenager. He basically shared a bunch of insights into how to properly discipline, how to properly encourage your kids to, you know, no, no shame on them, but to properly nurture them, and how it is an effective nature of them going from two to three years old to 14 to 15. So, Mariah, thank you for coming here. Yeah, of course. Um, I want to start with the dad joke. I always do a dad joke before each episode, okay? So, (laughs) I have a couple, and I'm not sure how these will pan out, but she's never heard these, correct? Nope, I have not. If you can't find a good daycare for your baby, there's always the army. (laughs) Just put them in the infantry. Um, A good way, um, you're newlywed, and I know you want to have kids, right? Yes. So a good way to prepare yourself for parenthood is to talk to rocks because they have similar listening habits. <laughs> okay, that one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, okay. So this, this last one's kind of, yeah, it's, it's a scarecrow once said, this job isn't for everyone, but hey, it's in my genes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we're going to get rolling. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so Mariah, you used to work in a preschool. That's correct. Yeah, okay. For how long? So I worked activities for about 10 years. Okay, 10 years, long time. Yeah. I've been only a dad for two and a half years. So, <laughs> you know, daycare costs, daycare sicknesses, you know, Mike is always constantly sick. I've always been thrown up on. Yeah. And not to say it's because of daycare, but really he hasn't been sick prior to that. So we were blessed to have Abby stay home for a year and a half. Yeah. First year and a half of Micah's life, not exposed to anything. He was never sick. Yeah. Never sick. Okay. Put him in daycare, mm-hmm. and I'm catching with throw up in my hands. Okay, he's up in the middle of the night coughing. You know, yeah. he's got this cough constantly when he runs and when he's doing activities. And so, as a parent, I don't like my kids in daycare, but I'm very thankful for it. Yeah. And it's it's hard to picture the positive side of that. Right. Without looking at the so many negatives that are there. Right. So you in in ten years of preschool, mm-hmm. explain your experience through that 10 years? Yeah, of course. So I actually started working in a preschool when I was fairly young. Um, I actually grew up in an in-home 
daycare right across the street from my house and um, that is what started my love of it because the woman who was in charge of that preschool uh, she was amazing she was like a second mom to me role model yep, yep. Uh, she did everything so well um, she was just personable comfy like just the best person to be around and so when I got old enough I started volunteering after school and then in the summers I was there I worked with the kids I helped in any way I could and how old were you at this time I was probably I'd say 14 14 okay. yeah is when I started doing that just volunteering and helping and then um, I ended up working there for a while I've also worked in a basically a small tiny preschool in I would consider it a strip mall Wow. Uh, so not really, it was just privately owned, so not really any money coming in. Uh, we worked with a lot of uh, poverty, um, kids that didn't have a lot of money, parents that didn't have a lot of money. Where so was this at again? This was actually in Florida. Okay. Yep. Um, and it was, that was probably one of the rougher areas that I worked in preschool-wise. Mm. Uh, saw a lot of things that... I didn't like seeing, um, you know, and there are things that we had to do that were hard, but um, between the in-home and then that, I've also worked in corporate uh, preschool place that um, has an influx of money all the time. Uh, we pretty much could ask for anything and we would probably get it, um, but throughout all of that, honestly, like I can honestly say that each place has its pros and cons, but it's really the heart that matters behind it. Is it fair to say that as your preschool career, I guess you could mm -hmm. call it, progressed, it got better? Honestly, no. No? It got worse. Um, and I feel like for me, it was more that the heart behind it was kind of gone at that point as, mm. as um, they changed the way that things are done in schools, because like, you know, a lot of public schools get affected by these types of things, but so do preschools. It's the same thing. I mean, they're trying to add more more education into it, pushing more testing into it, and it was taking away just being able to just be with the kids and interact with them and do crafts with them. And you see, as, as parents, that's so important. Yeah. I would much rather have that connection mm -hmm. than a curriculum. Right. That my two-year-old doesn't necessarily need at this point, but right. he, he doesn't have to have it. Mm -hmm. um, we switched from one up north here in Fort Wayne to yeah. one south closer to us. The one up north had a great curriculum. Mm -hmm. It was a Christian daycare and it was, they were a lot of good people yeah. with a great curriculum. The one we're at now doesn't seem to have a curriculum, mm -hmm. but they make sure the kids are active. Yeah. Make sure they're playing, eating right. Yep. Um, and there is a difference in what Micah comes home to. Yeah. You can see it like, hey, Blake, do you have fun? Yeah. Are those yeah. your friends? Yeah. It's like, okay. And he would do that too with the other one. Right. But I feel like he's a little more connected, mm -hmm. even though he kicks and screams on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel like that's super important. And like even um, I can attest to, uh, so there's ratios, right, in, in all the classrooms, mm -hmm. depending on the age. Um, and I can tell you in the in-home, it was so much easier because of the smaller size um, ratios, which just means so, you know, in, in a corporate-run daycare preschool, uh, 
ratios are a lot higher. So what I mean by that is, say you have a class of two-year-olds, well, your ratio in, I know in the state of Florida, it's 11 two-year-olds to one teacher. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you for <laughs> yeah. a fact that that is not possible no, yeah. to connect with all those children yeah. like that. So that's hard as a parent to hear because I want him to have attention. Yeah. I want my son to have friends, but I also want him to feel connected to his teachers. Right. Um, when you were in that 10-year experience, how much backlash did you receive from, I mean, parents? Because there's so many times that I've been wanting to say, hey, you're not going to charge me for this. My mm -hmm. son wasn't there. What do you mean I only have five vacation days? Yeah. <laughs> I pay you this much yeah. in a week and I only get five in the, like, in the next six months. Right. Um, you know, why can't he have a day off because he's sick? Mm -hmm. Why can't he have a day off just for me to take him to the zoo? Right. So how much backlash did you receive? Yeah, I mean, a, a ton. When I was working in the corporate realm, I actually had a management position. I was a team lead. So we had a director, an assistant director, and then team lead. So I was third in charge. Um, so anytime the director or assistant director wasn't present, that's you know where people would come to me. So there are multiple, multiple scenarios where I had to kind of talk to parents about their frustrations for that or even you know things that have happened with their kid in in during the day um so i experienced that a lot and it at times it was hard for me to even fathom why we had these rules mm -hmm. that we were just basically we had to say well this is our policy unfortunately there's nothing we can do about it um but it was hard it was hard to tell talk to the parents about things that we couldn't change um and to be honest, like there are multiple things that if I had kept going in preschool because I'm not I'm not currently in it anymore, um, that I wish I could have changed a lot about rules and regulations, the way things that had to be brought, and just it's just it went from from when I first started in the in home to now it went from this warm, amazing, loving experience to a cold, harsh reality. Why do you think that is? <laughs> Um, I can probably say that the way that the world is at this point, because mm. 10 years ago isn't too far ago, but it's long enough. It's to, enough, even two, three yeah, years ago. Yeah, Yeah. realize that um, the way that kids are being raised is, is just different. So I would say even to a lot of the times what is happening is, is when parents are dropping off their children, there's no interaction between them and the teacher. So if the teacher isn't saying, hey, can we talk about your kid, like, and let's talk about their day and what they're doing and where they're at, um, and then vice versa, if the parent isn't coming to the teacher and asking, then there's no relationship there, and what's happening is it's creating this coldness that they're just dropping off their kid and going, and there's nothing there to it, Yeah. and so then if there's nothing there, it's harder to keep that connection. So we have had that with both daycare so far in the, in the last year. Um, Mike has been in for a year. We've had um, connection with the teacher. Mm -hmm. um, they now have an app. Yep. That you can. Um, do they have that back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We actually they, have um, something like that. You can say, you know, this is when he was checked in, when he was checked out, yeah. blah blah blah. But the fact that I can go to a teacher and say, what did he do today? How was he? Mm -hmm. Is nice to have. Yeah, absolutely. I don't need to be there for five minutes. Just yeah. just tell me how he was. And the new daycare now gives us a sheet of paper mm -hmm. when he went potty. Yep. Uh, how much he ate, when he ate, his nap, his yeah. wet and dry diapers. Yep. That, to me, is a good connection card. Yeah. Or a 
connection paper, whatever yeah. you want to call <laughs> it. That's what that is, and, and it's nice to have those. I mean, you ask my wife, I don't look at them. Yeah. I don't look at them. It's nice to have. Yeah. She's always like, okay, when did he go potty? When did he poop? Mike, right. oh, you pooped on the toilet today? He goes, yeah, mom. Like, it's, <laughs> it's great to have all that, yeah. you know. I don't need to sit and have a 10-minute conversation with the teacher mm-hmm. to, I guess, stay connected with, with the daycare. Because now it is for me with with dropping them off, picking them up. It is a drop off pickup. Mm-hmm. I got to get to work. Right. I want to go home. Right. I want to make sure they're safe. Yeah. But I want to go. Right. No, I mean that makes a lot of I sense. I want to go, though. and yeah. it has changed. I think yeah. from me first starting dropping him off of, man, is he gonna be yeah, okay? Yeah, it's on me. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Even like the first six months. Yep. I'd call once a week. How's, how's he doing? <laughs> how's he doing? Yeah, is he you're okay? one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I, those. No, 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 no. <laughs> It wore off. It wore off. Yeah. But um, even the 10, ten week old. Yeah, that's that's incredibly hard. That's a different. That's level. incredibly yeah. hard. <laughs> he's, he's ten, eleven weeks now, and I don't have. I mean, I don't want to call every day, but it's in the back of my yeah. head. Three days in, he's already got congestion. Oh. Is it good for him? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, you know. It's hard. Yeah. So, were you in charge of a certain age group? So I have actually worked with. Um, infants all the way through our school age. So I was in in any classroom. Um, At first, I worked a lot in the toddler room, so the one-year-olds, and that ratio is uh, six to one, but majority of the time we ran the 12 to two. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time in there, but I have worked in every classroom. I also was a cook at one point, a bus driver. I did field trips with school agers. So you drove a bus? Yep, one of those mini buses. Was huh? that scary? <laughs> at first, yeah. yes, because um, I'm a little short, <laughs> so <laughs> reaching the pedals was a little difficult. For those of you who can't see <laughs> through a mobile screen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 5'1". Yes, so. there you go, there you go. Um, but it, that was a lot of fun. And I enjoyed that because I also like to do a variety of things. So, but I can tell you the majority of the time that I worked in uh, preschool was with the toddlers. And it was an experience, let me tell you. I mean, changing 12 diapers, um, one after another, four times a day because that was requirement. So we had our own rules and regulations as well. So having to change diapers every two hours unless they poop and then you gotta change them mm. in that right, what's that smell so, yep oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah my nose is pretty pristine yeah yeah um and i can tell you i think i actually did the math one time and estimated how many diapers i've changed since i worked in preschool and it was over eight thousand. Oh no so <laughs> yeah oh no but so yeah i worked i've worked in all the age groups i, I am you. i am so sorry that's yeah, a that's a it's too big of a number and you shouldn't know that number yep, you shouldn't. yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting to figure all that in mm. but um i would say toddler was probably my favorite your favorite yeah okay. all right yeah so preschool experience you're now um in insurance yep. right <laughs> right um here we are sitting in the insurance company <laughs> recording this podcast. So this is an Operation Dadcast podcast. Um, and it, it, I want to connect with other parents, dads out there about the, you know, my two and a half year experience, what it's been like, share uh, stories, advice, struggles. And daycare is a struggle. Mm-hmm. Daycare is a struggle. And, you know, it's, it's costing more. They're raising their costs now. Yeah. And um, whether that be daily, weekly, um, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to have 
my kids in daycare because I want them to connect. Yeah. And we have a church to go to. They can, you know, Sunday school, Sunday yeah. nights, whatever. Absolutely. But for them to be in a place where they're not with their grandmas or grandpas mm-hmm. or not with their parents. And I think it's affected Micah a little bit in the yeah. sense that he was with mom for a year and a half. Yep. And now he's with strangers. Yeah, that's hard. Three days out of the week. Yeah. Two days he gets to be with grandma. So he's spoiled, but he's <laughs> not, you know. Um, and so daycare is one of those struggles that does cost parents money. It does cost parents heartache and struggle. And did you ever receive any good I still struggle with it today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is one of the hardest things to do, especially for boys. I'm just saying. Oh, so Micah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Micah wakes up now with poop in his butt. Yeah. That's it. How long has that bit sitting there? <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. the thing for sure. It's hard. Yeah. But yes. yeah, go ahead. Um, so just knowing, like, being able to walk out that part of life with the parent and their child and being able to walk alongside them in that and knowing that you are forever a part of that child's life because you may have only been there for a year, right? Because when they move on to the next classroom, they're with a different teacher. But that part of that year of their life, which actually age one through five is the most fundamental, foundational part of their life, that's what kept me there for so long because there are multiple times I could have left. But knowing that I was part of that spark of when they learned something new was part of that moment where a parent came to me in tears because they can't get their child to go to the bathroom at their house. Because, you know, actually, they'll do it at preschool, but they won't do it at home. Oh, I 100% understand, yes. Yeah, Yeah. but being able to talk that parent through them, give them a tip that you've been doing at school that might be different from what they're doing at home. What do you guys do? Because I've offered them them 20 bucks. I'm sure, yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, we try anything. Anything that's able to help that child because, you know, every child's different, so we're going to learn it differently. Um, But doing that, being a part of that and walking through all those moments, those milestones that each kid develops in, um, that is the best part about it. That was mm. what it made made it hard to leave. So you did have a good yeah. experience with, with some of those. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. We're going to switch like a complete, I would say 90 degree real quick because <laughs> okay. it is related. Yeah, right? sure. So um, I want you to talk about your dad. Yeah real quick in, in his influence on you mm-hmm. um, as we finish up here. Um, I hope to have a, a great influence on Micah mm-hmm. and AJ. I hope to be the one they want to come to for advice, of course. give a nice high five to yeah. when they um, you know, are dunking in the NBA later <laughs> down the road. Um, <laughs> so, so your dad, just a little bit while we finish up here. For sure. His influence, talk about him for a little bit. Yeah, so my dad is the rock of our family. And he is just the most incredible man um, that I have been blessed to be a daughter to. He has always been there uh, throughout my entire life. My mom left when we were young, when my sister and I were young. So he, he stayed. He never left. He has always told me that he um, is there for me no matter what. And anything that I could have done in my life, he would still be there. So growing up, uh, especially for him as a single dad for a while, um, I didn't see the struggle then because I was young, which is a testament to him of 
not letting that be shown because he worked hard. He uh, builds houses for a living, so he has a very physical job. He mm. would come home tired almost every day. At the time, I didn't see it. Now I do, and I tell him to slow down. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he has just always been that person. Like you said, he is the person that I can go to for advice and guidance, and he usually is the first person I'll call if anything has happened um, or if I need uh, some wisdom. Um, um, what's happened recently is his uh, the way he's grown uh, spiritually has been just a super impactful thing for me. Um, he's become this amazing, strong leader in that and um, has been able to just continue to be that head of the family. And um, I love that man to death. Yeah. And yeah. he has been just such such a blessing in my life. And mm. I, I couldn't do it without him. Oh, yeah. So. I, I don't want to push it on you, but I named my firstborn after my dad. Oof. I don't want to push on you. I mean, that would be Stephen. Stephen with a with a V. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Middle first name. Actually, William, which I William. actually have thought of. That William wouldn't is be his bad. Middle name, um, and that's also also my grandfather's name. Okay. So that mm, is a possibility. That might be working better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. This concludes the Dad Care episode. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out next week's episode titled Dad's a Nation as I discuss with best friends of mine their interests as a kid and where they got them. Thank you.